Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. It's uh, rare. It's a well, no, I don't say rare. We just did, we have. It's been a long time since we've done one this quickly. We yeah, used it's to nice do to them get every two weeks all the time, but we've been on that month <laughs> cycle for a while. Yeah, it's nice to not uh, have had to have watched a Star Wars movie this last weekend, or yeah, <sighs> or do anything, or do anything related. It was even a three day weekend for me, so. You know. Hell yeah. Hard to beat. We yeah. are back uh, on that grind, though. Good. I'm glad. Now that there's only three of them, the three 90s shows, I think we're going to make it. Yeah, I, when I told that to Katie last night, she said, um, those are the three good ones, right? And uh, Well, two of them. And I said, well... No, and she goes, oh, TOS. And I go, no, well, even Enterprise uh, statistically did quite a bit better than Voyager has done so far. Yeah, and again, this one's called Once Upon a Time, so it could be rough. That, that don't seem good. Be a rough um, but it is nice. It is nice to, uh, I mean, we just have so many other projects. Book Club is like a podcast that we don't record. Uh-huh. Game night is like a podcast that we don't record. <laughs> it's all involving various um, various groups that f- have relation to the podcast group. So yes, uh, most but not all. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that uh, we're eighteen people have downloaded last week's episode so far. I don't know why so many people would do that. It doesn't make sense. If someone's downloading it twice, why they don't do that? It's a yeah, waste. That's silly. It's a waste of bandwidth. Um, but yeah, it was easy and breezy. Yeah. It's time to, uh, time to jump into that mailbag, though. All right, let's do it. Mailbag by Brother Date. Uh, way back on the 5th, you, uh, retweeted a Flyers press conference, a piece of a Flyers press conference. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Uh, the, uh, the commentary from Ryan Gilbert, who wrote the original tweet is that, uh, Jake Voracek, Voracek Mm -hmm. is an absolute savage. And, um, uh, let's, let's listen to this, uh, let's listen to this clip. Mike Sielski, you're on, go ahead. Yeah, this question is for Jake. Um, two games in Jake, how different. Does the season feel, if at all, given the circumstances, the off season and the condensed schedule and everything? Doesn't matter what I say, Mike. You're gonna write fucking shit every time. No, so it doesn't matter what you say. Uh, yeah, different. I mean, we got four points out of the first two games. Uh, I, I wasn't even gonna answer your question because you are such a weasel. It's not even funny. <laughs> nice question. <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> it's really good. 
Um, Athletes love, and coaches are so petty. I love that he's not going to answer it. And then he does start to answer it. And then he's like, no, I was right the first time. <laughs> You're such a weasel. It's not even funny. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what I say because you're just going to write shit like you do every time. <laughs> so good. I um, When I used to cover sports, I had some grouchy coaches from time to time and some the players usually not so much. But never one who just told me to my face that I was a weasel and that I always wrote shit. So that's good. <laughs> at least I've avoided that. Well, your work at the Patriot yes. Ledger? That was a newspaper, yes. Okay. I think it still um, is. Maybe maybe it wasn't driving the headlines. I don't know. <laughs> no, it definitely was not. The junior sports reporter was not. Uh, Were you like, I'm just here to write who won the soccer game. Yeah. So can we? It's mostly me walking around the beach volleyball tournament in Quincy, Massachusetts, asking, why is this here? <laughs> what do you think? Why is this event happening? Why is this on America's worst beach? <laughs> why, why, why are we pretending there's a beach here? I know there's not. Why is this happening? Can you answer this? <laughs> I'm just hoping for anybody to tell me why it was happening. Um, I mean, I had the, the soccer coach at Northeastern got very mad at me when I kept writing the game stories about the games they were losing. And uh-huh. He was very mad that I kept writing about them losing, but I asked him what he wanted me to do because they kept losing. They said, you haven't won a match in more than two months, so what would you like me to write about? And he said I had betrayed my um, fellow students at Northeastern who were on the soccer team. And I said, well, why don't you win a game, and then we'll see what I can write. (laughs) Because I don't know what you want me to do about this. (laughs) Again, those were the days where I was just challenging myself to write creative leads about the sunset or uh, changing foliage or whatever. Right. Uh, two days ago, you tweeted, um, you retweeted a picture of a tier ranking of various uh, Iron Chefs and, and Iron, Iron Chef, Chef related personalities yeah. for the the judges. Uh, and you wrote, "Man, I want to rewatch Iron Chef so bad, so I can have an adult opinion about this. My memory does not jive with this ranking. Um, it's got Chairman Kaga up in the S tier, along with." Is that Iron Chef Chinese? Yeah, I believe so. I, like how I don't we remember. Didn't I, at this remember point, their names. I don't remember any of their names. I know. This is the part that's so frustrating. It's like, is there a good place to watch these? Because I bet they made a thousand and I would watch them. Way down in the C tier is <laughs> Fortune Teller, Kazuka Hosoki, and Iron Chef Italian. <laughs> and the other, you know, the big Iron Chefs are, are kind of the A and B tiers. I just, I feel like. Who's the guy in the eighth here? Is that Morimoto? Is that his name? I think it is Morimoto. And uh, I forget the guy next to him. What was his specialty? I don't remember, but he looks so intense in this little still picture they've got of him. <laughs> his yeah. eyes are bucking out of his head. Yeah. I, I always remember Morimoto being good, but maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't as good. Iron Chef French down here in the B tier. Um, yeah, can I think of how many of these watched we used a to lot watch. of that, and I absolutely cannot remember. Most of it. I just, I desperately want, now I'm like upset. I I need to find where these can be viewed in sequential fucking order. I don't want to just catch whatever one is on. I want to fucking watch from the beginning and track this shit and create a spreadsheet and figure out who the best Iron Chefs really were and in what categories. So like when beef is the ingredient, <laughs> like who does well? 
when it's fucking squid who crushes it. Who's got squid on lock, yeah. Yeah, I need to do this, but I need to be able to watch them to do it. So if anybody knows... I'm fucking for sure down for a big spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, Of course, Chairman Kaga at S is perfect. He deserves to be up there. Well, and it is a picture of him eating that yellow bell pepper, too, so it's like... (laughs) That's really what you want. Remember when they did the dumb American version and they had the actor pretend to be his nephew? And he all he would do was like karate kicks and it was like, oh, boy. <laughs> did a lot of karate kicks. Everything about this feels racist. And he ate like an apple in the beginning. Took a bite out of a oh. big juicy apple. And also, instead of the idea that these Iron Chefs were picked for their cuisines, it was just like Iron Chef Bobby Flay. And you're like, okay. <laughs> He's famous. You know him. <laughs> That doesn't help me. Unless it's a barbecue fight every time or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Stupid. Yeah, the American version, as always, was pretty dumb. Uh, you tweeted another NFL Films uh, clip. Do you want to set this one up? Uh, yeah, so uh, what I said in here was it reminds me of the old Andrew Luck clip. Go ahead. Where he, he congratulates the dude who absolutely destroys him and crushes his body. And he, like, slaps him on the helmet as he's getting up and goes, man, great hit, man. And it was just like, <laughs> Andrew Luck was such a nice dude that he didn't even care that he got absolutely destroyed by a lineman. And this is a clip of the Honey Badger, uh, Tyron Matthew, getting absolutely leveled by an offensive lineman. And he has a very similar reaction. Yeah, I'll play this clip here. Yeah. Oh, yeah! You see that? Yeah. Tackle for loss! Thank you! <laughs> hey, boy! Hey, man! 77 just put me on my ass! <laughs> Screw 77 put me on my ass. He's it smiling. He's so happy. He's like, getting destroyed by that lineman was the best part of his day. Yeah. I mean, he's proud that it, uh... I don't know. Maybe his job was just to pull that lineman and. Oh yeah, penetration. That was it. He's yeah, but uh, got in yeah. the backfield. They got the tackle for loss, but he didn't mind at all that he got his ass totally blown up. No. <laughs> you gotta be a special kind of person to play in the NFL, I think. Uh, Andrew Luck. <coughs> what a weird. No one remembers him. No. Except you. Well, he was like the best prospect to come into the NFL since like yeah, I don't know. It was going to be forever. Him and Peyton Manning, and am I right about that? Yep. Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning, and now that was so long ago that Peyton Manning is done. Um, and Andrew Luck like, had a really promising start to his career too. He had like three really good years, and then he just kept getting hurt. And then he came back and was like the comeback player of the year. And then retired at age 28 or 29 or whatever it was. And was just like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to do this anymore. So, yeah, no one's going to remember him. But, but I, I mean, but I will always remember that the two of them were talked about in the same breath frequently. <laughs> and then one of them became Peyton Manning. Well, are you thinking of Ryan Leaf? Ah, fuck me. I'm thinking of Ryan Leaf. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Luck came way later. He, uh, But he did replace Peyton Manning in Indianapolis. Okay. He's, All right. He, well, maybe that explains it. Or it's just uh, my brain's getting spongy. Yeah. No, Ryan Leaf didn't have any promising moments in his career. He For a while, he had the worst touchdown to interception ratio of all time. He might still have it. Because he came in the league, and I think he threw like 
two touchdowns and fucking 18 interceptions or something insane. And then he uh, went off on reporters and went off on teammates and then got kicked out of the league. And then he um, did a bunch of uh, did a bunch of crimes, kept getting mm. in trouble for crimes. So Ryan Leaf has a different story. I have a game wreck for you. Okay. I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing a game on the iPhone called Retro Bowl. Okay, I have heard of Retro Bowl. Isn't it just um, like a, a skin of t- or like a Tecmo Bowl update with like updated rosters and shit? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, unless unless you play Tecmo Bowl by like dragging your finger back to give the arc of a pass to a receiver. Oh no! You and there's do a that. and there's like a strong manager mode then. It's a retro bowl. Yeah. Uh, it's free. There's like a $1 unlock to unlock like, you know, a 10 man or ro- a 12 man roster instead of a 10 man roster or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I've been playing it. The little football games are real fun to play. You, there's no defense at all. It just tells you what happens while the other team had the ball. Okay. Interesting. And then you just, so you just play offense. You just run and pass. Oh, that, sounds, kick. that sounds pretty cool. So are they just, um, do you get to customize your team or anything cool? Or I mean, you can like change your uniform colors or whatever. Okay. But like, it's it's not really about that. It's, I think it's about the ongoing manager mode, getting getting all your players and coaching staff and facilities up to five stars, and then uh, just uh, going nuts on you know the bad teams in the NFL. That does sound fun. Did you um, keep up with uh, the Fleet Command? Nope, dropped it. <laughs> I had the same thing where I played it for like, I played it long enough where all the easy stuff to do was done. And then you were just in the the leap from the tasks you had been doing to the new tasks were suddenly so extreme. There was like, uh, it's going to take me months and months and months to do anything of note. Yeah, I didn't mind like the wait cycle to upgrade things and, and stuff like that, but then an event started this month where it's like, all right, you can finally get the original TOS crew, uh, like from that universe, mm-hmm. and, uh, but then the first mission that you can play was command level or operations level twenty five, and mm-hmm. I was operations level fourteen, and I was like, well, the event will be over long <laughs> before I reach operations level twenty five. And that made me mad, and then I went on the subreddit for the game, and it was just nothing but complaints about how it is basically impossible for a free-to-play player to even complete any of the content, let alone, Ah. uh, you know, rank on leaderboards or the kind of stuff where you kind of expect the people who are paying a lot of money to to win. Yeah. So I just said, cool, I'm done with that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting. They, They did a good job of, like, setting it up so that there are a lot of different things you can do. But yep. I definitely got the feeling that in order to get your bang for your buck, you'd have to spend bucks, if that makes sense. No, I didn't mind uh, riding out to different systems and fucking blasting Orions and Nausicans and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was cool, but uh, most of the rest of it was not cool. Yeah. So it didn't last long. Uh, but, you know, I, I had sort of have gotten back into mobile gaming and idle gaming particularly. Um as an alternative to just constantly scrolling uh, Twitter and Reddit in these <laughs> uncertain times. Sure. And hopefully that's all about to get a little better. So Yeah, I, I was telling Marjan earlier, it was briefly very fun to see all of the QAnon threads today. All the people. Where they were just fucking losing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm about- starting to think none of this was real. <laughs> Turns out. 
Uh, like all this stuff, like, well, I guess I'm an embarrassment to my family. And yep. like, yeah, turns out you are. Well, I've been made a laughing stock. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Like, they really believed all this shit. I just. Yeah. So, yes, that's been satisfying. Um, and uh, dude got in there and signed like a million executive orders today. So, he's going to have a million more to do to fix all the damage that has been done. But, um, yeah, hopefully it'll be better. But, uh, you know, when half the country is insane, it's uh, it's tough to see the silver lining. Yeah, luckily the last president had, like, no understanding of or care to engage in the legislative process. So a lot of his damage was done by executive order and can just be undone. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of it. There's a lot. He's. I mean, this is what I was saying. I hope there was somebody, and you said maybe somebody on Reddit, was keeping track of the day-to-day insane shit that happened because i have a feeling that if you if you just want to talk about the stupid shit he said and did you'll need like 10 volumes of a of oh a, yeah a presidential biography of this fucking guy i think every day yeah, let me look it up every day there was something new and we would forget about it by the next day because there was new shit that we had to cope with it's a wild time i want to tell my kid about it someday how before he was born. It's fucking... <laughs> we had this president. Hmm. Well, I can't find it, but I thought there was a, like a keep track subreddit that was keeping a careful eye on the guy. Yeah. Because you'd have to. Anyway. Yeah. Again, we talked about it last time, about how it, the news came out about how he paid $750 in taxes or whatever, and then the next day, no one, no one was talking about that. That was gone. Yep. Um, yeah, there's only one more thing left in the mailbag, and it is Shannon getting back to us about the fruit bracket. Okay. I should open that up. Uh, she writes, at brother date, I'm three weeks behind on the podcast, sorry. Here are my calls on the fruit bracket, though. Okay. Oranges win over apples. Okay. Both are great, and apples are probably more versatile, but a great clementine is hard to beat. Hmm. Strawberries win over pears. I could eat strawberries all day long. Sure. Fresh pears are often disappointing, although canned pears are amazing. <laughs> now, I thought immediately this must have to do with the level of produce they have in the UK. <laughs> yeah, but like... I've been burned by grocery store pears before, where they're like hard, crunchy and grainy, and you're like, eh... Yes. This is not what I wanted. They are occasionally too firm, but like a fresh pear off a tree. Yeah. Yeah. In, Co- in Cupertino. In, Cupertino. <laughs> in 1986, for sure. Uh, at this point, you invited her to pick the winner of the final match. Just in case. I won't. We won't report on what that is until we have discussed the mm. final match. So, Matt, I think it is time. Let's play that theme. Do it. Fruit. Bracket. The hat. No, the fruit with Shannon. Yeah. All right. This is it. This is all the um, this is for the whole vitamins, I guess. This for, is for the whole cornucopia. Yeah. This is uh, oranges versus strawberries. Mm. Um. All right, let's talk about oranges first. You can cook with them in a way that you can't with strawberries. Sure. So there's that. 
Mm-hmm. But their use in desserts is a little more limited. Yeah, that's. I guess that's true. Uh, strawberries are fresh. Strawberries are very easy to incorporate into dessert. That's true. Yep. Slice those fuckers up and throw them in. Uh, both of these fruits take a little bit of work to eat. Yeah, they got to slice up an orange and hold it by the peel, or peel it, or do something. And Strawberry, you got to take that little green thing off. <laughs> right, and that's why when we made the. When Shannon made the deal, just think of the best version of this. The best versions of the oranges are the ones that peel hella easy. Yeah, for so, sure. Not just like a dumb navel orange or something. Like, again, we've talked about it. The one with the nipples. The one with the hot nips. <laughs> the, the fucking bluebell miniola tangelos or whatever. If you can't milk it, Matt's not interested. <laughs> That's right. Or like such as a cutie, which has a nice, easy to peel deal um that's why those are the ones my mind immediately goes to because there is somewhat less work because an orange yeah you just gotta slice that fucker into good slices or wedges or something it ain't worth it peeling it in most cases it isn't um but you can slice them up and then they still keep for a while so there is that like Mm -hmm. you can do that work ahead of time that's something mary berry would probably count as a a pro (laughs) <laughs> in the pro column uh-huh. she's always talking about what you can prep ahead of time has she finished turning yet is she finally a white or a walker or is she still in transition do we have to burn no, her to be honest i don't know because we don't get most british tv here and she's not on baking show so <laughs> she could have been up to anything the last few years she could have gone full brexit for all i know Right in and tell us if Mary Berry went full Brexit. <laughs> because I, the picture I always used to use for her if I was talking about her was just a picture of a Game of Thrones zombie. Just <laughs> with the icy eyes and the white hair and the sunken cheeks and all that business. And by the way, it always looked like uh, Paul Hollywood was right behind her. Just like... Oh, for sure. On his way to being one <laughs> <Yeah>. as well. <laughs> I don't know how it works in that <laughs> universe. I don't know if you can get bit or how it works, but he was on his way to becoming one. It does. Uh, I mean, people get killed and then come back to life, right? Yeah, that must be it. I think that's it. So, I don't know if that's due to biting specifically, but it seems like some some transference happens. It may just be magical. Yeah, I watched the whole sh- series, and all I remember is uh, Jon Snow saying over and over again that he looked into the Night King's eyes, and I don't, I don't know what he was talking about. Uh, <laughs> Katie and I started watching it together in the summer. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I should get HBO Go. And I was like, no, nah, we have HBO. Don't, don't worry about it. Like, you've got HBO Go. And uh, so I set it up on her Apple TV. And she, and so we watched, like, the first season and a half together, maybe two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is when we were still living apart. And at some point, she just couldn't take it anymore and watch the rest of it. <laughs> you were abandoned. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't care. And at no point did you feel more abandoned than that. Um, well, again, it, like all the shows, in the end, it, uh, it got pretty bad, so it doesn't, in the end, you don't well, feel like you missed that much, probably. That is certainly the rep for Game of Thrones, yeah. is that the ending was a disappointment, or some kind of a crime, maybe treason. 
I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't give a crap about the story, it was a lot of baffling nonsense, like episode nine, where you're just, you don't really understand what's happening in the plot or why, so. Um. Uh, strawberries. Is there anything left to say about strawberries? They fucking good. They good. They <laughs> good, good as hell. Man, I like them when they tart. I like them when they sweet. They make a good jam? Yeah, they do. Yep. Preserves. They make a good ice cream? Okay, yep. They're the middle. Are they the middle in a Neapolitan? Or is... I feel like they're the right side. Oh, boy. But I don't know that that means anything. No, you know someone probably has a real opinion about this, how it's not properly Neapolitan. Unless you... Oh, well, for sure. Unless you have it in the right order. Well, unless it's from Naples, I think it's... Let's see... Uh, the two... When I click on... when I When I Google Neapolitan and look for images... It looks like strawberry is usually one of the outside layers. Okay. You're right. I do see both vanilla and chocolate in the middle. Yeah. But I, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. Here's some there strawberry are a couple, in the there's a couple with strawberry in the middle, but How it looks is this like not they're mostly regulated. Yeah. It should be against the law. <laughs> it's crazy. There should be an order, assuming that it's not coming in a round container. Yeah, that's right. This garbage. No, oh, I see this. Uh, there's like a popsicle one where now when you can't do it in a popsicle like this. It, so the first few licks or whatever or bites or however you want to do it are all strawberry and then vanilla and then chocolate. You shouldn't do it in that order. <sighs> Stripes are all wrong. I hella want Neapolitan ice cream <laughs> now, but I want it in one of these square brick formats, and those are pretty hard to find now. Yeah, the people have abandoned the uh the, the paper brick. brick is no longer a common ice cream device at least at my supermarkets. You can find a lot of these uh sort of rounded bricks, these briars type. Yeah, with the rounded corners. Yeah. But uh, they probably have more structure. It was just cardboard. It wasn't even particularly leak proof. No, no. The square ones leaked like crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, look, I, I said in the last round, I already could see who my winner was, and it's orange because I love, I love, um, citrus in general, and, but a good, a good tangerine or whatever is so legit. Oh, it's strawberry for me, so it looks like we are going to need to go back to Twitter. Well, I'm glad I asked her then. You, it is good, it is wise that you asked her, or we'd be doing this again in two weeks. (laughs) Just, just for this matchup. Just for this matchup. Uh, two days ago you told her you might as well pick the winner of the final match while you're at it. You may get the deciding vote again. And she does. Mm. Uh, first she tweeted, I'm not sure I can choose between them. I'll have to think about it. And then she tweeted again. Mm. Okay, this was tough, but I've decided on strawberries. Okay. They're reliable. No peeling required. No big seeds to pick out. Strawberry jam is the best preserve. Way better than marmalade. They're delicious on salads. That hadn't come up. Although, you could... it's, you can't throw a brick without hitting a salad that's got little canned mandarin orange slices in it either. Oh, that's true. Like, that's extremely common. Yeah. Um, it's true that it is better than marmalade, so that's a, a win directly head-to-head over oranges, but I don't know if it's the best preserves, because I still think apricot is so good. She says strawberry milkshakes. I guess the counterpoint to that would be orange Julius. Mm-hmm. She says daiquiris, uh, maybe a screwdriver. Right. Cheesecake. I don't have a good answer for yeah, cheesecake. I, there's probably a citrus one, but sure, yeah. 
Yeah. Strawberry was uh, more but, used. But the other citrus, you know, lemon and lime were in their own category. That's true. Yep. And shortcake. And it is true that nobody has orange shortcake. Oh, I would like to try somebody's if they want to if they want to do one. Feel free. Well, it seems like you could put the the zest right in the shortbread, though, right? You could, but I mean, no, they don't do that with strawberry, right? They just put strawberries in there with it. Nope. Yep. Yeah. So you could sure. you could do that with oranges. I bet it would be good. Uh, but it's true. A lot of the baking, the people use other citrus. They don't use orange. I don't know why. <clears throat> wow. Well, we got a winner. That's it. The winner is strawberry. It feels kind of chalky, right? Like. Like you could have predicted it at the beginning, probably. It's one of the one of the favorites. It's one of the blue blood fruits. Orange is silver. Uh, did we do? Uh, we haven't done it yet. Do you want to do a bronze medal match between apples and pears? Oh, I love this. Uh, cousins. Uh, friendships are on the line, dude. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what do we do with apple pears? Uh, what do you do with apple pears <laughs> slash Asian pears? <laughs> Those are my favorite anyway. Now, you know, let's ask Wikipedia who gets them. Yeah, that's a good question. Oh man, just off the top of my head, though, uh, this is another one where it's like I feel like apples are more reliable, steadier, but a good pear is like is hmm. fucking savage. Uh, apple pears or pears? Okay, that that's definitely a, something in pears' that's favor. A, yeah, that's a big mark in their favor. On the other hand, there's only like four kinds of pears. Yep. I know the instructions were to think of the best exemplar. Yeah. Of of each one, um, but like you and I have different favorite apples. Sure. Right. I'm Honey Crisp, and you're pink what were you? A pink Lady. Mm-hmm. So tart. Mm. Right. Yeah, I don't really tartness is less uh-huh. less for me. Um It's like if you were just doing classes, even if you give Asian pears to pears, apples have a lot going for them. But the best one? That's what I'm saying. That's... I'm going to tell you, Matt, every fall we order fancy ass pears. I know. And send them out to people. And I've never had an apple as good as those fancy pears. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A good, a good pear is uh, just um, at such a high level that I, I think I have to say pears, even though I admit the apples are more reliable in general. So pears for me. It's pears for me too. Congratulations, pears! You get the uh, Sh- bronze. Sh- shameful bronze. Shameful bronze. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and. Mark a sort of bronze color. We done it. Pears. Yeah. Everybody, another hey, project. We did the fruit bracket. Completed. I never even bothered to come up with a drop for this one. <laughs> nah. Sorry. No, but at least we also didn't have to listen to 64 Billy Joel songs to do it. So Yeah. Thanks for the project, Shannon. Thanks for settling all those ties for us. Yes, there were uh, a few for sure. Um, and you know what? Uh, when people catch up to this pod, if they're still listening to it, I assume there will be a lot of mail because that was what we used to get most of our mail about was when we would talk about fruit. That is true. <laughs> it was always reason. a popular subject. People really react to that. I don't know why. Um, well, ben has strong opinions about fruit. He seems um, to be strongly anti-fruit. He's, a, he's weird. There are certain fruits that he likes and certain ones that he doesn't. It's weird. Ah. Hmm. <sighs> Well, that's good. 
well, we can't end here. We'll have to go watch Star Trek's. So <laughs> it's true. We're only 30 minutes in. We There must be a way to get another 30 minutes. Let's revive one of our old projects here and do a round of 90s band Power Hour. Shit. Nineties band power hour. Uh. Uh, as we jump into this, uh, we've got the cranberries sitting at number ten here. R.I.P. Hmm. Um, Katie and I have been going through a lot of British Bake Off binging. Okay. And one of the episodes on Netflix is a celebrity episode where the f- four of the cast of Dairy Girls compete. I saw that one. And then after that, uh, I said, oh, I like Dairy Girls. And so we watched it, and it's set in Ireland in 1994, Northern Ireland in 1994. Mm-hmm. The cranberries are fucking all over the soundtrack. <laughs> yep. And towards the end of our watch, you know, there's, I think it's only like 12 total episodes at this point. But towards the end of our watch, Katie s- suddenly said, uh-oh, I think a cranberries listen is probably going to happen soon. <laughs> So. Well, the cranberries hmm. were legit. Uh, we've discussed this before until they decided that everyone wanted grunge music. Yeah. And then they said, we can do that. Is that what you want? We got it for you. And then I think everyone went, actually, it turns out we didn't. We were like, we got enough. We got <laughs> we're cool. 500 grunge bands. We're actually okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, I like the have... earlier cranberries. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we have some suggestions that are. Over a year old at this point from Marjan. Well, look, we haven't even been in this game since July, so. Yeah. She gave us 13. I don't think I'm going to do 13, but let's do some of these for sure. Yeah. So the way 90s band Power Hour works is pretty simple. I say the name of a band that was on the radio in the 90s, and Matt has to rank it. We have 80 currently on the list. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now in the top spot, we have Cake. Hell yeah. And all the way down at number 80 is Cherry Pop and Daddies. <laughs> they eventually were able to find a new level. They they dug themselves a new level under the butthole surfers, which no one had been able to do for a while. <laughs> it had been, yeah, the butthole surfers had been the bottom, had been the floor of this project for a while. Matt, uh, how far up this list do the bands get good to for you? Ooh, good? What's the last band on this list that you think, oh, I kind of like them? To me. Good to me. To um, you. Chris Isaac? Number 14? Chris Isaac. So you would I wouldn't not call myself a no doubt fan. that you liked Seven Gary Three. No, that's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> What's weird is I would say that. Okay, so it's not about my personal preference whether I like them, it's about whether I think they're good. I and think so. I don't yeah. think Seven Gary Three is good, but I do really- like them. <laughs> Yeah, there's really nothing else below 14 that I think it would be odd that that was your cutoff. So, <laughs> so what we've got here are 14 songs that you like and 14 bands that you that I think are you decent. like plus seven Mary three plus 66 bands that you think aren't good. Yeah, I mean, I might put. Is there any bands that are down here that I would say I like, even though I know they're not good? Hmm. Um. Well, in my head, I always think I like Toad the Wet Sprocket. Mm, until you listen to it. And then I listen to it and I go, turns out Toad the Wet Sprocket's not very good. 
Yeah, and then you're like, oh boy, in my head, this song rocks. And it does. But in, in real life, it does not. It's not uh, a good what's one. the best example of that? Is it Fall Down? Yep. In my head, that one rocks. Jump back, gotta get out of here. But then you'll do it and you go, oh, they're not. They're kind of taking it easy, actually. <laughs> So right here, this is like low-budget Tom Petty. Honestly, it's Tom Petty and the Gen Walls. just not there i just in my head it's so much better and then it comes out it sounds like tom petty meets the gin blossoms meets fastball yeah well fastball's already on this list uh let's um let's start right up with uh with marjan's suggestions her top suggestion matthew is nine inch nails that's because she loves them she loves yeah well Um, she doesn't get to pick the order no (laughs) and in fact she would hate the order that i have put it would be very different yeah the only person who would think the order was more bullshit than marjan is the guy from our book that loves tool (laughs) it's true we told him that tool was at 72 or whatever and he was very upset he does talk about them a lot too um okay well here's what they have going for him that video that someone made of kirk and spock to the to the song closer okay that is true it's a hilarious hilarious video of them doing their stage acting together and i guess maybe being horny for each other or whatever um but that's it that's i just (laughs) named their accomplishments i should say his accomplishment it's one guy really what about head like a hole yeah it's a song i know for okay. sure. Um, what about the Johnny Cash cover of <laughs> Hurt? Yep. That made me upset when I saw it. I felt bad for the old man. He didn't. I don't know if he knew where he was or what was happening. Um, I went to uh, one of their concerts. I, I, this is the story I used to talk about when I knew I was too old for everything. And it's <laughs> when I was 24 years old. We went to one of their concerts and Marshawn wanted to be down on the floor. And they do that thing at the beginning where everyone rushes to the front. And everyone gets smushed. Uh-huh. And they did that. And I was immediately out on this concert. And because of my luck, there was a guy next to me who wanted Dimash the whole time. Ah, uh, fuck. I hate when there's one dude who wants it. It was exactly one guy, and he was directly next to me. And even during slower songs, he still wanted Dimash. And I got so sick of him that I threw an elbow into his ribs. And like that squirrel I hit with a nickel, that dude just fucking disappeared. And I assume he had to leave the concert. But I got so sick of that guy. <laughs> You know, the person that I've been to concerts with the most in my life is my five-foot-nothing Vietnamese friend, Jessica Nguyen. Mm-hmm. And um, I have often served as a decent mosh buffer for her. Yeah. Uh, I hate thinking about being down on the floor at a concert. I'm done with that, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm too old for it. But I was 24, and I was like, I'm not... I'm too, it turns out I'm too old for this. I don't think I can Kate, ever do this. Katie and I signed up to go to a, con- a whole concert series, four weaker than concerts and four nights in San Francisco. Oh, boy. 
And it was, oh, they were going to play their four studio albums. So the first night would be Fallow. The second night would be Left and Leaving or whatever. Uh, And we made it through two. It was the same really terrible opening band for both of them. Great. And during the encores from the ones where they played the album, they had played most of the songs we liked from the second two albums anyway. Like, they have a four-album catalog. They played almost everything in the first two nights. So we for sure did not go to nights three and four. Yeah, there are people who, like, no matter how old they get, still love live events. Yeah. Live events of all kinds. Why do my feet hurt? (laughs) I'm just standing. All I did was stand today. (laughs) That's nothing. Yeah, I'm not. Um... Anyway, yeah. So it was the Nine Inch Nails concert that that pushed me over the edge. Um, so I'm not a huge fan, and I'm just looking at this here. I would probably have them down. Oh, they're definitely better than Sponge. Um, I'd probably have them down around like. I put them in. Boy, this is so. My hope Marjan doesn't listen to this. I sh- I would put him in right underneath Everclear. Yep, that's exactly where I thought you were going to put him. <laughs> yeah, well, you know the filter is some sort of barrier for me that you would just like rather listen to. I am still dreaming of your ghost. <laughs> yes. right. Lonely like, okay. and dreaming of the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. Hey. You, you got to sing it in the same key that I started in, man. Sorry. You can't, you can't drop a, a semitone. I got caught. Marjan came over and made a shocked face at me. She clearly heard <laughs> that. So <laughs> that's why I, I wasn't necessarily in full cooperation. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, all right. New number 44, Nine Inch Nails. Sorry. I couldn't think of one of their songs that I actually genuinely like. So. Well, but surely you like at least one song by the Gin Blossoms. Oh, well, they got the Holy Trinity, right? They got um, Found Out About I You. I don't know, because somewhere along the line, I lost my Gin Blossoms MP3s. I know <laughs> at one point I bought that record from Streetlight and ripped it, but it's not on this computer. Sure. So uh, I'd have to go to YouTube. But yeah, they got uh, <laughs> Found Out About You, Until I Fall Away. Hey, Jealousy. And Hey, Jealousy. Um... Those are the big ones. And I tell you what, when you go back and you listen, they actually rock harder than most average guy music. They're trying harder. Now, it's hurt a little bit. By uh, the well, guy. Follow You Down doesn't. No, not that one. Um, it hurts a little bit that the guy's trying to sing pretty. Uh-huh. He shouldn't do that as much. But they actually kind of rock a little bit. Um, okay, I love that you're... I love that you're selling this now. So <laughs> in fifteen, just in just fifteen seconds, we'll find out if that's true. Every time we hear a Gin Blossom song, Marjan looks them up on Wikipedia and gives me their origin story again. So I've heard it uh-huh. a lot by now. So I know they're from Tempe, Arizona. Ooh, yep, which is a home of rock, odd place.
I think we got to sit through another verse before we get to the chorus. Is that mm. when you think it's going to rock? No, don't try to make me revise my opinion again on the fly. <laughs> you should have played Hey Jealousy. That one rocks more. All right, fine. <laughs> um, and I know that one of the dudes from Gin Blossoms, but not the main guy, killed himself. Oh. Not, you well, know, that's... Not the one guy. Isn't that a shame? Mm-hmm. Um... So I definitely have them a little bit higher than uh, than poor nine inch nails. Um, I would. Yeah, that rocks about ex- exactly as much as I remember. All right. Well. Sorry, bud. Uh, <laughs> let's put them in. <sighs> let's put them in right above Blur, the new 24. Okay. Right below Veruca Salt. Yeah. Uh This one is surprising to me that we hadn't gotten to yet, and it is better than Ezra. Yeah, that was a big one we left hanging out there. Uh, yeah. Better Than Ezra is a band that both you and Marjan like better than I do, but the album Deluxe is still pretty solid. For me, it's just yeah. after that I'm less interested. What do you want to hear? you want to hear uh, In the Blood? Sure, or yes. Good? Yeah, In the Blood rocks more. Let's do that one. Okay, let's make sure this is going to be an Applebee's commercial. <laughs> Please be an Applebee's ad. songs even called in the blood <laughs> don't know um this is a band that i have seen live oh nice i saw them live too at quincy market in the in the 2000s sometime i always lie and say i saw them live at quincy market in boston because i saw one <laughs> dude play in a bucket and another dude with an acoustic guitar and the guy saying so pretty i thought it must be better than ezra. <laughs> it might have been better than ezra <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah because um 
they obviously had other albums, and I know you have other albums by them. Oh, boy, I must have six or seven. Yeah. And Marjan likes at least the next album, the one with uh, King of New Orleans and... Um, desperately Wanting. Desperately Wanting, right. Um, honestly, I have them at uh, 11, right ahead of Soundgarden. Ooh, above Soundgarden, below the Cranberries, it's better than Ezra. And just looking at this list, I'd like to move Fiona Apple up to five. Oh, well, Fiona Apple had a, a big release this year, didn't she? Yeah, it kind of bounced off me, but um, just thinking about how I feel about her catalog in general. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Don't, I'll fix it. Don't worry. Before you did it, though, you know what? That's fine. Let's keep it's, it's just watching me edit. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Good. That, that feels better for me now. Oh, oh, I apologize uh, another, to the 90s because I know Pearl Jam's very important. Another band that is uh, still active, Sleater Kenny. Boy. I have Do no, you have opinions about Sleater Kenny? I am not conversant at all. They, how, they did not get on the alternative rock no. radio in the Bay Area. They were a band who I think sometimes the DJs would mention them. Yes. But would never play them. And I don't know what if what the deal was, how you were supposed to get fucking spins in the 90s, but... Well, they did not. Yeah. So they I did not get it. Like, I have no opinion of them at all. Like, I don't know if there's a representative song I should be hearing or what, but... Um, we might have I to should leave, have asked Katie. Yeah, we might have to leave them off for now. <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do a deep dive. Yeah, I'm, you know what? That'd I'm going to make myself project, a note. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I mean, you can handle music that's a little bit punky. I think you've yeah. got enough uh, background on that. Okay, so that's we're going to put a pin in them, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you instead, Matthew, about the band Bikini Kill. Okay. Uh-oh. Let <laughs> me see. I'm just leaving myself a note here. No big deal. I'm just going to leave a note that says, after that one, do Bikini Kill. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, just lining up projects. Just- this next one is one that Marjan asked you to ask me about a couple of months ago, and I never found out why, and it oh. is Sonic Youth. Hey, the stuff that she played for me, I did not like, <laughs> um, but it's another one where I didn't have a lot of experience before that. Um, hmm. Uh, let's see. I wonder if I can pull up the song that I asked you to play. Let's see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bull in the Heather. Play that. If you can. <laughs> I'll either play it or a Red Lobster video. We'll see. <laughs> it was not. It was a video for Gus Dapperton. What? Dad for that. <laughs> Dis- discover Gus Dapperton. Watch now on Vivo. Okay. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. Uh, they're in that set where a uh, tiger is coming. That Korean music set. <laughs> Sonic Youth. Yeah. Oh, boy.
that's all of that. I yeah, can yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put him in at um. Let's put him in at seventy-three. All right. Someone think, will be angry about that. <laughs> Once you get to Matchbox Twenty, it means you've now committed certain musical crimes that are getting you toward the bottom <laughs> of the list. It's not enough just to be boring. That keeps you at the Dishwalla level. How about Poe? Mm, well, I know one song by them. Yeah, you for sure know Angry Johnny. Yeah, I don't remember liking it. Um, boy. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll like it more now. Johnny, Whoops. That uh, that Dewey Cox song. I don't even think that was one of them. I don't even think this was one of the first 500 artists to do that to do that trick. <laughs> to, to play that little trick where mm-hmm. just hang on a second. If you wait, it won't be a dirty thing. You think it uh, is? Well, I'm thinking of who did uh, sooner or later. Oh yeah, the English beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Yep, yeah, right in that song. <laughs> Just for my head will I come to a decision on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better song. That's a much, I mean, much not a better good song, song, but a better song. It's a much better song than Angry Johnny by Poe. Um, Boy, hmm, that's, this feels like a musical crime. When you first started it up, I went, well, maybe. We'll see. But then it became what it was again. I was transported back to a place. That I hate. Oh, we must have talked about this English beat music video for an hour. <laughs> it's like in a little cabaret. Uh-huh. I'm 90% certain. Rankin Rogers just kind of around. Oh, yeah, he's just dancing around with a tambourine and a top oh. hat. Real waste. Well, it always confuses me because he and he and the white guy have the exact same voice. <laughs> it is extremely wasteful that they have the same voice. It's tricky. It's just not useful to anybody in any way. No. Uh, Poe. Yeah, they got to go low. I'm just trying to figure out exactly how low. Because there are some of these some of these groups have committed crimes against me, and I'm still waiting for them to be prosecuted. <laughs> um... So, so I, I love the idea that to you, Dishwalla has not committed a specific crime no, other just, than the crime of being bored of, <laughs> boring, but Marcy Playground did. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, oh, Sex and sure. Candy was a musical crime. Sex and Candy was a musical crime, and that's why I'm glad you never corrected Macri Playground. <laughs> yes, Macri Playground, <laughs> as it is written here. Um, um, no, it's not that I've never corrected it. You'll see it's not underlined. I must have told Word to or Google to ignore it. Yep, we had a conversation about it one of the times where we decided yeah. it had to stay that way. <laughs> um, I'm going to put Poe. Um, I'm going to put Poe behind Smash Mouth, but still ahead of Macri Playground. All right. Smash Mouth, is it really two words? I have no fucking idea, but that's how we did it. 
That's how it is on this thing. Uh, I don't know. Is it one of those ones where it's one word, but the M's capitalized? Oh, it could be uh, inner caps? Yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. I'm going to look it up. Uh, I don't know if it's worth it's looking at. It's but... fucking two words. Huh. All right. Smash mouth. How come um, in parentheses it says nervous in the alley and not because of Shrek? <laughs> Shouldn't it say because of Shrek? Uh, probably because I thought it was funny. What's the one that I actually had to do that for? I think it was Brimful of Asha by Corner no, Shot. I always maybe, remember them. Or, no, it was oh, Urge Overkill. Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter. Well, that is helpful, but uh, Urge Overkill uh, was the one. Oh, Urge Overkill? I so anyway, for some of these, I've just put the names of the songs in here. Also Eve 6. I would maybe not remember which one they did. Uh, well, I not only that, but for, for both that and Space Hogs in the meantime, <laughs> I didn't think that the title of the song was enough either. So you may notice that Inside Out also has some lyrics next to it. Yeah, I burned fast like a wicker cabinet. <sighs> Uh, Alright, we've done five. Do you have an opinion on the band Face to Face? Shit. Um, I bet they have songs that I know. Uh, do they do that one? Is that them? Mmm. <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Since I don't mm, know any of the question. words, it's hard. Um, let's see. Face to face. Boy, I have to say, nothing in this YouTube search is... Uh, they... S- uh, standing out to me. They got, um... Shit. Show me the singles, idiots. I don't know. Look up Disconnected. That has its own Wikipedia. Okay. That's probably the best one then. <laughs> let's uh, let's have a little of that after this uh, Cadillac ad. Oh, nice. CTS or what? What are we looking at? Yeah, CTS exactly. Yeah, I got it right. I kind of yeah, remember boy. that song. I listened to a lot of fat wreck comps in the <laughs> mid nineties. Well, I def- can tolerate that reasonably well. Definitely sounds like it belongs for sure. <sighs> well, I mean, I don't hate it. I don't like hate it. Yeah, it's got to be above the. Uh, it's got to be above the Matchbox Twenty line for sure. I mean, my eyes immediately went to Rancid on this list for <laughs> obvious reasons. Boy, that guy's voice um, was so affected. Uh, Rancid is a, guy. a few behind Primus and oh, yeah. Garbage on here too. So oh, they do suck. that that area is very undefined, very poorly defined. I think yeah, it's true. on the list. Huh. 
Like, for instance, you have Rancid right below Joan Osborne. Oh, I hate Joan Osborne, too. I must have really been mad at Rancid. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I look at that now, I go, that can't be right. That doesn't make sense. I, mean, I know Rancid sucks, for sure. They definitely suck. But, like, Joan Osborne sucked on Maine. <sighs> well, you liked her better than the Dandy Warhol, Semisonic. Fair. The refreshments, Tonic, Hootie and the Blowfish, the Toadies, <laughs> Goldfinger, Harvey Danger. <laughs> yeah, huh. Uh, well, I guess I'm gonna put face to face on strength of the one song that I remember. Um, ahead of Garbage. Alright, right in here behind Sponge. Yeah, because I remember one song by them too. Yeah, I like Wax them, Ecstatic. I like them roughly equally. Oh, uh, this is a big one. The, have we really not done these guys yet? Let's control F. Well, apparently we have not done Social Distortion. Ooh, they got a lot of songs. They got uh, yeah. I Was Wrong, and they got um, Take Away My Ball and Chain, and they got, um, uh, what's the name of that other one? Uh, story story of, my of My Life? life? Yeah. Nice to hear someone say that in 2021. <laughs> that's right. Man, you want to talk about affected, though. That guy's voice. I realize now that I was wrong. Yeah, but that's Man. like uh, the whole thing with them is either you're all in or all out on that because every single song sounds like that. Yeah. Story of My Life, their cover of Ring of Fire. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's like, what if Ring of Fire was sung in that voice? Well, that's exactly what you think it would be. <laughs> that's right. There's no surprises. Yeah, first you go, huh, that is interesting. What would that sound like? And you hear it and you go, oh, it's like, yeah. Ah, that's exactly yeah, okay. right. Okay, I got hey, it. Hey, do you hear Social Distortion did a cover of Ring of Fire? <laughs> oh, that's weird. wonder what that's like. Oh, nope, it's nope, uh, not weird at I all. I got it. No, never mind. Didn't need to listen to it. Uh, hey, if I asked you what was the one thing that that band was missing, what would you say? Uh, well, what would you say I would say, I guess? Oh, I don't know. Dope saxophone? No, oh, man. Steel drum. Steel drum? <laughs> You need to put these guys in at 35. <laughs> right behind Jane's Addiction. I just thought about it. I said, I like them about as much as I like Jane's Addiction. And they went, no, I don't. There's no steel drum in this. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, that's is that also why uh, Girls Gone Wild is like right, right in the middle of your pornography interest, too? That's right. It's got the steel drum. Yeah, so. sometimes I can't tell where it falls, but then I remember there's that one qualifying factor. It yeah. has steel drum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. 
Uh, is Radiohead really not on the list? It's so odd when oh. we hit one of these big ones. Yeah, they're not. Oh, that's that is a biggie. Um, so right. Radiohead. Do I have to only count the stuff that was in the '90s? Because I can't remember which ones were. Do you know any Radiohead songs that were after the '90s? I can't remember when all the. Um, I well, okay. Let's just. I don't. I you don't know anything after Kid A, probably. No radio. Well, what about Paranoid Android? When was that? This is what that I'm album. About. Isn't it? I uh, it was from OK Computer, right? Oh, that's so what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was '97. Kid oh, okay. A was 2000. Yeah, then I yeah, whatever. I'll just count the ones I know. Then that's probably right. Um, well, I I don't mind some Radiohead. Obviously, Creep was the one that got all the KOME airplay. <laughs> yep. Um, and then of course, like all asshole musicians, he hated that he had to play the song that everyone liked. Right, yeah. Um, and there was Paranoid Android and Karma Police. I mean, that's about it for me. I'm pretty tapped after that. Um, but that's not nothing, because a lot of these bands only have one song that I even know. Yeah. So that puts them pretty far up the list. It's like a, I start to think about Live, because I'm like, Live <laughs> okay. had like three songs that I can stand. <laughs> Right, they sure. had, they had <laughs> our love is like Walter selling the drama. They had um, uh, uh, I alone lightning crashes, not lightning crashes. Oh, sorry, all over you, <laughs> all over you. Yeah. Um, and those are the three live sucked lightning crashes. Those <laughs> I'm sorry, is that not a live song? No, it is. It's just I hate it so much. I know you hate it. <laughs> uh, dolphins cry, obviously. Um, I don't know that one by name. So anyway, that's where about where I have them. I just have to think. Oasis is kind of similar. Yeah, I'm going to put them at 23 right ahead of Alanis. This, uh, congratulations on constructing the only <laughs> bands of the 90s list that puts Radiohead behind live. Yeah. <laughs> It's a personal list of my personal private feelings that I'm for some reason making... I'm unprivating them? I'm making them public. Mm. You oughtn't, but yes, you are. Yeah. Oh, like I said in the beginning, people will be very mad about this 90s list. Uh, here's a band that barely belongs on this fucking list. Mm. The Beastie Boys. Sure. I mean, in the 90s, what I think of is Sabotage. Obviously, sure. they had some in the earlier 90s as well. Yeah, for me, uh, the Beastie Boys are and will always be, and this is just due to radio airplay, Brass Monkey. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of Brass Monkey for sure. Heard Brass Monkey so often. Yeah, a lot of No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, fair amount of that. Yeah. Mm, not one of my favorites. I'm trying to get a, a list of their singles here so I can, I can get a, a good look. Let's see. Oh, in the Galactic, of course. <laughs> my my favorite. <laughs> uh yeah, sure shot. Oof. Um Yeah. Okay. So sabotage. I guess. <laughs> guess what we're looking at. Cuz both Brass Monkey and uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn were 80s, so a song that I already only sort of liked before J.J. Abrams fucking J.J. Abrams just cram jammed it everywhere. 
it was insane that that kept coming back. Um, yeah, but I think there's another one that's going to make people really mad. I'm, I gotta figure out where they fit, but it's not going to be high up. Um, I definitely like Sabotage less than I like, um, Hell by the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Ooh! Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's tough to hear. <laughs> In the afterlife! You're going to be headed for the serious strike. <laughs> um... You know, most of the time when I when things are mostly equal, if they don't have steel drum, it's how weird are they? It's <laughs> um, true. But I think I like it. <laughs> I like it's snaggled to songstress jewel. <laughs> Just noticed that. Um, I think I'm gonna have to put them in ahead of Soul Asylum, but behind Snaggletooth songstress jewel. <laughs> I had to fucking look it up and remember who we were talking to here. It was Beastie Boys. You're talking about, yeah, it's the Beasties. Oh, uh, Beastie Boys, this was not your list. No, I mean, they've never really been for me. So. Well, what about Lenny Kravitz? Okay, well, he had, um... Man, it's been so long, I can't even remember what his hits were before all of his songs were just in TV ads. Uh, I mean, are you gonna go my way? It's definitely the, that's the, the biggest big one, one right? okay. from KOME times. Yeah, yeah, and that's not a bad song. Um, no, it's not bad. It's a great, great hoedown beat. <laughs> yes, the uh, drumming is discovered. very simple. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We did used to hoedown to that. <laughs> if you just clap your hands and stomp one foot on every beat of "Are You Gonna Go My Way," it uh, you could really uh, you could really dance a hoedown. That's all I'm gonna say. Turns out we were weird kids. Um, yeah. Then after that. Fly Away was a 98, and American Woman was a 99, and I don't remember the rest of these. What about that time that he crouched down and his dick shot out of his pants like it didn't want to be a part of his body anymore? His pants ripped, and his dick flew out like a jack-in-the-box. <laughs> it really did. That's pretty good. Does that move him up the list? It's a great moment that I'm pretty sure happened in the last decade, so I don't know. Yeah, I think probably. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I don't know how it affects the 90s band Power Hour, but it was a great, great piece of pop culture. I mean, for it sure. It happened. If you told me in the 90s that someday that was going to happen, I'd probably be a bigger fan today. <laughs> um, One day he'll be doing a concert and his dick's going to shoot out of his ripped pants like a uh, like a snake out of a prank can of nuts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you going to go my way? Okay. Um, hmm. Mm, but that's really it, though, huh? Because I don't care about Fly Away, and I don't care about his remake of American Woman. <sighs> Which, like, I see here was on the Austin Powers Spy Who Shagged Me soundtrack. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> that's upsetting. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw him in. Right behind Scroll Nut Zippers. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought they each have one song, and I guess no one's getting past hell. Uh, sorry, dance hall crashers, you're out of the top forty now. That's right. <clears throat> get, get a good run. enough is enough. That's the only song I care about. They had other ones, but I don't care about them. All right, shit, we did ten. We did ten. There's one more on Marjan's list, but I think you should add it to your notes to research, oh. unless you happen to have strong opinions about the band Bad Religion. 
I at least know songs by them, but we can save okay. it. Okay. Yeah, we'll save that for the next time we bust out the power hour. Mm-hmm. But we'll I be next gonna, week. I am going to have to look at Slater Kenny and uh, Bikini Kill, and we'll see if those are upsetting to me as well. But yes, next week. Yeah. Next week's a Star Trek week. Everyone hates to hear that, but it's true. But we're only doing three. Um, we do need to decide who's going to talk about the Voyager episode once upon a time. I tell you what, I'm such a good brother. I'm going <laughs> to jump on this one. Jump on this one. fucking grenade. And I will let you uh, take the next one. Yeah, is that because you saw that the next one is called Timeless? And no, you know I how don't. much I fucking love time travel episodes of talking about time travel? I don't even know how I would know that information. How could I possibly okay. be expected to know that? Well, this next week, week 98. We're watching uh, for TNG, in theory, Data gets himself a girlfriend. Yeah, it's a rough one. For Deep Space Nine, the ship, probably going to win the week. I mean, it's looking like it based on the competition. I mean, I don't don't really remember that one, but you know. Oh, I think it's uh, the beginning of some Dominion War is Hell nonsense. Ah, yes. Which will be probably most of the rest of Deep Space Nine. Uh Uh-huh. And for Voyager, as I said, we're watching Once Upon a Time. I don't know what that is, but it's very upsetting to hear the title. It's a very bad title for a Voyager episode. So, yeah, we're down to three, though. Three a week. That'll be uh, like we did when we cut down to four. It'll initially be shorter, and we'll gradually work our way back up to two and a half plus. (laughs) Until we're just spending 45 minutes talking about every episode. I'd like to think it just depends on how bad Voyager is, how long we go, but I don't know anymore. Um, yeah, so send us mail. We were light in the mailbag. And again, I think it's because we see all these people all the time now. Um, well, listen, we've got a bunch of other half finished projects and lists that we can always lean on. Yep. Uh, but send us mail. That's at brother date on the Twitter machine. Brothers of brother date.com, uh, brother date.com, obviously award winning website. Uh, that's right. Um, we want a golden Linky. Golden, golden, golden Linky. That's good. I, I like it. Um, you don't hear people talk about links anymore. That's a real shame. I think we should change that. <laughs> Let's start talking more about links, everybody, in URLs. Well, the, exactly. And Let's keep it fresh. Maybe IP addresses, if we, could talk, if we can fit that in. Yeah, IPv6 even. That's right. Uh, I, that's it. That's the whole fucking deal, right? You can find us on all the podcatchers. You know, you're listening to it. Um... As you believe, so shall you do. So shall you do. As you believe, so So shall shall you do. do. Bye. Uh, What would you say I would say, I guess? Oh, I don't know. Dope saxophone? No, man. Steel drum. Steel drum? (laughs) You need to put these guys in at 35. (laughs) Please subscribe.